welcome to yet another Games of Junk Game Club, the show where we play Metroidvanias all the time. And I am your host, John Lucero, and joining me for this episode are... Vanessa Cahill. And the man who shuddered at that word you just used. Uh, I did it on purpose. <laughs> Jason Ariola. Yes, exploratory platformers, which I, which is just a better name in general because <laughs> the Metroidvania thing doesn't really make any sense because Metroidvania came first. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so this this month we are, or for this episode, I guess I'm saying that. I'm gonna start saying that for this episode we are playing Metroid Prime Remastered and a remaster of the 2002 uh, Metroid game, Metroid Prime. It uh, came out in February this year. And it, if you have, I mean, if you've listened to this show at all, you probably know what this game is. It's hey, a hey, February 2023. Remember, these are evergreen, baby. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> 2023. <laughs> yeah. February 2023. Sorry, when you're listening to this 10 years from now. Uh, you have a little more context. So yeah, uh, it's a it's a game about exploring a space and getting upgrades to further be able to explore that space, fighting enemies and bosses, and um, generally trying to escape said space seems to be a common theme as well in those uh, in all of these types of games. Uh, so before we dig too far into it, I know Jason uh, has his lab coat on, correct? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a shorter uh, lap coat. It doesn't go all the way down to like my shins, but it, it goes down up to like eh, mid thigh or so. It's a little bit shorter of a lap coat now. Okay, so, so kind of like a like an anime ish, like more of an anime. There you lab go. You know, think of me as a more of a Pokemon professor than an actual uh, lab <laughs> lab technician. <laughs> Got it. All right, perfect. All right, Jason, hit hit us with your amazing knowledge. Oh boy, um, you mean uh, uh, research more than anything? Yeah, God help me if I knew all this off the top of my head. Anyway, so Metroid Prime originally released uh, November 18th, 2002 on the GameCube with a few other SKUs uh, with it being bundled over the course of the next couple of years for the GameCube. It was also one of the games that's part of aggressive scan mode on the GameCube, allowing for 480p resolution and widescreen support. Of course, you had to have the earlier model of GameCube that had a digital output port, which yes, I have, and the component cables that uh, yes, I also have. Until fairly recently, uh, there were no third-party options available, meaning that they uh, you can nearly put your kid through college with as much as these cables cost. When I bought them, they were, I think I got them for like $70, and up until I think about a year ago, I was looking, they were in, in between the two and $300 range. Jesus. Yeah, for a set of cables for that only work on like the first third GameCubes that came out, so... Um, it also released on the same day as Metroid Fusion on the Game Boy. Uh, using the GameCube and the Game Boy Advance link, once Prime was completed, you could unlock Samus's Fusion suit in Prime. And once Fusion was complete, you could play the original Metroid on the GameCube. I did not know that. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's a little nice little thing. It, yeah. And this, um, the GameCube was the last generation that uh, Nintendo decided to uh, like let you play their old games for free because, oh, wait, we can charge for these, which I understand. But at the same time, like... You know, it was nice like having all those unlockables in Animal Crossing, but yeah. Yeah, but but I mean, wouldn't you rather just pay for a subscription service? To... <laughs> that's the statement. Yeah. That was the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was developed by Retro Studio. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to just dodge that landmine there uh, with a lot of input from Nintendo. Um, At this point, Retro hadn't published a single game yet. So to my mind, anyway, it shows that Nintendo really doesn't think much of Metroid as they allowed a third party developer to develop one of their own properties and take it from a 2D game to a first person 3D game. Um, Metroid was more of a a Gunpei Yokoi joint. uh, So the theory is that once a Miyamoto had hit after hit and had more of a say in what was being developed at Nintendo, Metroid kind of fell by the wayside as Miyamoto wanted uh, more of his ideas to be worked on. So that might explain the willingness to allow a third party to develop an entry in the series. I mean, yeah, it's uh, Metroid is, has a weird history with, with Nintendo as a whole. Like, I just feel like every few years they remember they have this series. Yeah. And yeah. I, people love Met- the people are love them. So it's, mm-hmm. it's very, it's very strange. They use, cause, I mean, they're putting out a new Pikmin this year and they're giving that like, the big treatment yeah and it's like i feel like metroid's a little, like a few tiers above pikmin in my opinion but um, i mean whatever. pikmin's pretty big deal though 
It isn't Metroid big, Vanessa. What's I mean, the- it's not as old. It's not as old as Metroid. Like it doesn't have this, the best history, but like as Nintendo, it's like a pretty big staple of Nintendo. I think is Pikmin, and at the time, it was like quite the revolutionary game. Like there hadn't really been like a. I mean, you know, I guess there kind of had been. I guess there's a bunch of like civilization crap where you're making armies and stuff. So I guess I can just be quiet. But <laughs> it was really cute. <laughs> you didn't ever try- really have, um, let's say, like an RTS game that was a puzzle game built underneath it basically as that's yeah. like skeleton. So, you know, Miyamoto just kind of combined, you know, two genres into, you know, whatever Pikmin technically is and made it his own with his, you know, kind of unique touch and uh, charm. But yeah, like Pikmin kind of, I, 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 I would have to agree with you, Vanessa. I do think like Pikmin was sort of like a unique thing. Now I'm sure there's something that's sort of similar because you know, as far back as you go, like, you know, you think like, oh, Metroid was the first exploratory platformer, but then there was Pitfall on the Atari 2600. And, you know, you can keep going further back. And there's always stuff that's you can find the base for it somewhere. And you can just kind of keep going back to the very beginning of video games nearly. And like, oh, well, this is how this inspired this and this inspired this. That's some of the things I found with like doing the research for these things is like why I'm kind of uh, truncating these a little bit just because the um, the rabbit holes you can go down with finding like, oh, well, this did this. And it was inspired by this. And this person worked on this game, but this, but that person also worked on this game, which kind of helped influence this. So it's just sort of that thing of like, oh, you can't ever say like, this is the first, because there's always like something that you can take as like the primordial soup of something, basically. Yeah, I'm not trying to disparage Pikmin. I'm just saying, I think Metroid is a bigger deal than Pikmin. And it, I feel like it should be, oh, I feel like it should be treated like a bigger deal than Pikmin. <laughs> well, I mean, let, I mean, let's face it. Um, Samus is cooler than than Captain Olimar. I mean, if you, if you want to talk about a marketing <laughs> standpoint, yes, Captain Olimar and the Pikmin are adorable, but you know, when you're just looking for somebody cool, like a cool factor, yeah. like Samus is kind of it. Totally. I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess dread also got a pretty decent push when it was coming out. Maybe I'm just, maybe uh, I think there was just a bigger, a huge gap in between. I was like, wasn't like fusion technically the last one before dread. Was it like, um, zero we, mission technically came after fusion. Okay, yeah. So we did Fusion, um, and then, oh, then Metroid Prime Three Corruption. Oh, right, the Primes. Yeah, so yeah, they were the Primes. Yeah, and then there was the three DS remake of Metroid Two. And I thought about that one, but I was like more like a new, like a, an actual new Metroid. And I got it, you. It, it, so I think so. Like a what ten year gap between Dread and Three or longer Prime Three? So yeah, probably, long, probably even longer than that. I mean, yeah, technically, it you know we didn't get a new Metroid for the Wii U or the DS at all. Yeah. And Pikmin three came out for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Didn't? Yeah, so. yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, if you we... really, if you really want to get down to it, I think there have been more Pikmin releases since Pikmin came out than there have been Metroid games. Yes. Because there was Pikmin one, two, three, four is coming out and there's uh Hey Pikmin or Hey, I forget what it is, but like there's a Pikmin game for the three DS that came out too, that yeah. uh, didn't, didn't review very well. Yeah, I'm. I, you know, I'm not trying to shit. Again, I'm not trying to shit on Pikmin. It was just oh, no, the game. No. Coming, it was the game coming out this year that I feel, and it's just like you know. So <laughs> it's. Uh, I'm well, just, again, I, that has to do with that's Miyamoto's creation. So yeah. yes, yeah. Sorry, mm. sorry, all the Pikmin freaks out there <laughs> that are just excited for four. Um, yeah. I accept your apology. Yes. Yeah. Apology <laughs> accepted. Yeah. You don't even have to fall on your sword for us. We're fine with it. So, <laughs> All right. So uh, Retro approached Nintendo with an original prototype, which they had codenamed Action Adventure. You know, wholly original there. And it had a uh, kind of official internal name called Metaforce. And it actually had, I think, three or four female like lead characters. Um, when they presented it to Nintendo, they looked at it and thought it would work as a Metroid game and told them just to go ahead and develop it as a Metroid game. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of a big deal when you like, you know, you get like Miyamoto, like looking at something and be like, oh, this looks a lot like some property we have here. Why don't you just go ahead and slap that on this and make it that? It's like, excuse me. Like I wasn't coming here trying to make one of your franchises, but shit. Yes, I will. Yeah. I would be like, yeah, I don't even know how I would handle that. Be like, like you walk out of the meeting. It's like fucking Miyamoto just asked us to work on one of their own shit things when we were coming here with our own unique idea like he he thinks this looks good enough to be one of their things we're on to something <laughs> you think he'll let us make it Mario if we just like <laughs> if yeah. we just put a hat on it <laughs> <laughs> but again this is not Miyamoto's thing so that, that, that I think that again has something to do with him willing to be like yeah this kind of looks like a Metroid thing why don't you just make it a Metroid thing with this way we don't have to market it quite so heavily as 
yeah. <laughs> and people will have an understanding of what it is right out of the gate. So, um, as the development was nearing its end, Nintendo purchased Retro outright because they were so impressed with their work on Prime. So they ended up being uh, just, you know, brought into the fold of Nintendo and where they still resign today. Uh, granted, there's a lot of uh, talent that has since left and uh, made uh, such classics as uh, Recore since then. So it keeps coming back. It won't die. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Michael. (sighs) Anyway. uh, So as far as other releases go, it was also part of the Metroid prime trilogy on the Wii that got controls that matched with the prime or with the Metroid prime three corruption that released August 24th, 2009. The trilogy itself was released on the Wii U eShop on January 29th, 2015. The trilogy release removed some of the glitches that allowed sequence breaking in the games And it also revamped the HUD with um, areas of it going transparent when the Wii remote cursor would go over them. And then funnily enough, with all three games on a single dual layer disc, this is one of those little weird little uh, arcane trivia things here. Sometimes the Wii would actually have trouble reading the disc because of a contaminated laser lens, uh, something Nintendo was offering free repairs for for people who had this problem. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, it was also available digitally on the Wii U eShop and was actually for a while like the seventh best selling game um, on the Wii U eShop just because it was a very limited run print and it was going for upwards of $100 on eBay. I still have my copy. I think the value has gone down quite a bit now at this point and I'm just like, yeah, just hang on to it for whatever reason at this point. So that is the version I did not play. I did uh, break out a ROM of uh, Metroid Prime on the GameCube, but I did not actually try the Wii one because I didn't think about it. So, yeah. Uh, Jason, would you know if if two or three is more valuable right now? Um, I would bet two is more valuable just because I feel like uh, because of there isn't a renaissance yet of uh, prices in Wii games yet. People don't have that same nostalgia for it, whereas the GameCube's coming. And then the GameCube, I think, sold eight million units, if I'm remembering correctly. So and I think the Wii is like second or like, you know, it's in the top five of best selling consoles ever. So there was just a broader install base. So I would imagine there's more copies of Metroid prime three out there than there were two, just because that one came out. I forget exactly when, but a couple of years, maybe three years later after the, um, after the first one. And so by that time, the GameCube's, uh, let's say fortunes were kind of already sealed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, the remastered version, which um, had been long rumored, uh, was released, as John mentioned, February 8th, 2023 on the Switch. It remastered or it quote unquote remastered and revamped the visuals for high def, modernized the audio, which I'm assuming just means they made it 5.1 surround and then added a more modern control scheme allowing for movement with one thumbstick and panning the camera around with the other. The option to use the old control scheme is still there, but uh, yeah, if you really want to hold a shoulder button to free or, you know, look around freely. I'm, I I guess that's your thing. Great. But uh, yeah, not for this guy. No, thanks. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. (laughs) And finally, uh, there had been some talk that this game had been sitting on the hopper for a year and a half, ready to be released. Also, the credits for the original game were scrubbed in favor of the credits for the remastered version. Um, Also, there's at least one person that worked on the remastered version, Ashley Rochelle, who worked on environmental art, but was credited in the special thanks section since she had left retro prior to the credits being finished. So, yeah, um, that was, I would say, not just a dick move for that, but also a dick move for, you know, getting rid of the staff credits for the original version of Metroid Prime, which, you know, this was, I imagine, still a lot of work because they did put, you know, a fair bit of work into remastering this and making it more playable for a modern audience. But, you know that was the building blocks of it. (laughs) So you don't credit the guy who put the last block on the pyramid as the creator of the pyramid, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) isn't that how all billionaires got successful? That that is the only reason billionaires exist. So yes, (laughs) eat the rich. Anyway, and that'll, that'll, uh, that'll wrap up my science. And I, I say the eat the rich as a completely scientific uh, method thing here. We're going to send the orcas on them. Oh, God. They're doing the Lord's work. (laughs) They're the dicks of the sea. The best kind, though, you know? Like, everyone's favorite dick. Yeah, they hate humans, which, you know. It's everyone's favorite dick. Yeah, well, okay. With that, uh, Vanessa, (laughs) you're that out just because otherwise people are going to have a pull quote from you for a while. We need merchandise. That's good. That's going to be our. You can quote me saying orcas are everyone's favorite dick. (laughs) No, no. You can just get rid of the. Orcas are 
Yeah. That's his favorite dick. <laughs> yeah, his favorite dick. <laughs> so it's yeah, like, oh, um, hey, wow. Oh, all right. Yeah, we need more. On, on my online shirt, on, on my online store, you can find coffee cups with that on it, and the handle yeah. is a dick. It's <laughs> With a picture of an orc on the other side. <laughs> well, that'd be a pretty that'd be a pretty good cover. All right, we're giving away we're giving away stuff for free here. Why don't yeah. we uh, why don't we not? Well, we, yeah, got our, we got a first shirt idea at least. So that's, yeah. uh, there we go. Look out for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vanessa's favorite dick, and it's just a picture of an orca. <laughs> no one will get that. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that'll uh, like I said, that'll that'll wrap up my science segment here. I hope I I hope I learned y'all pretty good. Yes, appreciate it, Jason, as always. Uh, that was that was uh insightful. And beautiful. Thank you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, so I think I picked this game. Was it? Does that sound right to you guys? Was it me? It was probably both of us. I think together you and I were like, "Yeah, that's my prime." Yeah, yeah I was. Very and I was excited. like, "Yeah, sure." I was very excited. I uh, I bought it because it got it got it got surprise drop. It was it was the typical direct uh, surprise drop of probably one of their better ones. Um, I got it and started playing it immediately. Uh, yeah, so I love Metroid Prime. It's my favorite of the Metroid series. Uh, it is. I. It's. It's like vibes of the game. It's just a really. It just feels really, really good to me to be be on in the world of Talon Four. Is it Talon Four? It's been. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I. I love the. I love the soundtrack. Uh, and now, now I can actually. I can with the modern control scheme. It just. It's playable. It's, yeah, it's uh, playable in today's day and age, which uh, so you don't have to like uh, roast tinted glasses it um, in any way. If you still, unless you, unless you're someone that doesn't like the game, which I ho- hopefully none of us here feel that way. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I so I was super excited to play it, and it was it was great getting back to it. I I did the I did the full hundred percent run. Um, which which was which was fun. It, it, which uh, is also doesn't take take super long. Which is I think is I think a key for these kind of games. It's it's uh, it's still like twelve to fifteen hours. I think I don't remember. Impressive. Yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah, it's great. I, it has it has issues, but overall, I love it. Um, Jason, how do you feel about Metroid Prime? Well, if uh, any of you know, I uh, sorry joining the cast of RPG cast at RP gamer. And you probably heard me talk about it for a few weeks where I was banging my head up against the wall, trying to find the enjoyment in this game. Um, so my, if I, I don't want I, I guess like sort of almost my wrap up thoughts here at this point, but like I see how well designed this game is. I see why people like it. It did not click at all for me. And I gave it the five hour rule where after five hours, I was not enjoying myself playing it. And I kind of threw in the towel on it. I, have this thing of i like like i said i i respect this game i see why it's good but i found no joy in the act of playing this game at all <laughs> is it just like was it more the fact that was it the first person aspects of it you think turn you off of it is it no uh, because i've played like you know exploratory platformers in 3d before and i didn't i haven't minded them it i really wish i could say i think a lot of it just has to do with the size maybe of Talon mm-hmm. four and the amount of backtracking you have to do with like, you know, I guess it's because to a point, and this is a credit to how well it was remastered. It felt like a modern game. It looked like a modern oh, game. It looks so good. <laughs> and I was continually just like frustrated that it didn't have a lot of the modern conveniences of, mm-hmm. you know, auto save. Uh, I, I don't know that I would, that I minded the lack of fast travel, but just having some sort of better save system for the game. I think would have done a little bit more because I really hated getting to a certain point, um, you know, and you're so far away from a save point and you're just like, Oh God, am I going to Nope. Didn't make it back in time or, you know, didn't make it back without dying. And now I have to do all of that all over again. Yeah. Those complaints are probably my two, my two biggest ones. They just, I, I they didn't like, well, they weren't as negative to me at, at the end of the day. Like, uh, but yes, I get it. It's talent. Talent four is a little too. I think it's more that it's a three. It's a three D space, mm-hmm. um, so it just makes everything feel like it takes longer to get to. Yeah, because because even Super, Super Metroid is pretty big. For, uh, oh yeah, the, yeah. I mean, by, by hell, the, the original Metroid's gigantic yeah. too. Yeah, uh, Dread's big, uh, but Dread 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 has a really good fast travel system. From what I remember, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, um, yeah, I, I totally get it. And also, yes, exactly. The safe system 
it sucks. It, it's a 2002 game. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So if if it if is a legacy, was, it is a legacy feature that did not yeah. need to be included. In yeah. If this game came out, if this game really came out this year, it would have. Um, at least some form of fast travel and auto saves. It just, yeah. it just would. Um, I could even forgive yeah. a lack of fast travel if the save system was a little bit more friendly. I suppose. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, like, give me an auto save after a boss, at yeah, least yeah. that, or after I collect a pow- like a major power up or something like that. Give it to me then. I don't need it every time I walk into a goddamn room. But I hate going for an hour playing something. And then not being able to make it back to a save point as I'm heading back to to a save point and dying and being like, well, that hour was a whole shit and waste. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I do think I do think that because I, I felt like this game is a, a little like it, they give you a lot of health if you like it's if you only as long as you go looking for it, mm-hmm. um, you, you can have quite a quite a bit of health by the end to where you're kind of just can't die uh, yeah. as long as you're semi competent. Um, so I think that part of me thinks it's just like it was a reaction towards oh we can't, we made this game kind of hard <laughs> uh, so we get but we want people to finish this game so I I think that's kind of where that came from uh, Vanessa how how do you feel about Metroid Prime going going back I liked to it a lot yeah I liked it I enjoyed it a lot I made it further this time I didn't beat it but I think that's okay because I also watched I almost like I almost beat it so I got to basically like the last bit um, I found all the artifacts. And uh-huh. then I put it down and never came back. And that's okay, because I watched the video of the boss, and I was like, I think that would have... I don't think I would have had a good time with that anyway, so it's probably for the best that I didn't do it. I didn't watch a YouTube with, video. With the titular Metroid Prime? Yeah, I didn't want to fight that guy anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> did, you, did you fight Meta Ridley? Um, um, in this game? Yes. No. So I almost made it to the boss, and also maybe Meta Ridley. So I did watch that video, but I'll go watch it after this podcast. Yeah, I think that, that's, that's whenever you go back to the artifact place after you get everything and you fight. Her. Oh, okay. So I collected all the artifacts and I went back to the place. That's... I think she's a lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Ridley's a, a lady. Actually. I think so too. Yeah. Well, at that point, I don't know if Ridley's much of anything, but yeah, <laughs> Ridley's a robot now. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, or Ridley's, Ridley's all blown up, all blowed up now. So it's uh more machine but, than monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But overall, I think like, um, I enjoyed it. I have a hard time also with like a first person shooters in general that have like a lot of different controls. Mm-hmm and combinations of controls a lot of the time i'm just blindly mashing and so sometimes you know i'm like panicking because something is like it you know probably probably metroids especially when they turn into like the elemental metroids i'm being attacked i'm like spinning wildly shooting at things i'm like changing visors every two seconds because i'm trying to figure out how to find the right visor the right weapon combo to kill the whatever so uh, I have a hard time with these types of games anyway. I still enjoyed it. Um, this is also one which, as you guys know, I absolutely hate playing anything that's not on the Switch because of <laughs> the effort it takes <laughs> to put it on that TV. And this is one where the, um, the Switch controller hurts my hands to play it too much on the actual like little Switch thing. Mm-hmm. So I have to use the Pro Controller. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I, th- I think all of the Metro games eventually have a problem where the, you get so many abilities that it's kind of hard to map them to everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think it does a pretty good job in this game. I don't, it, yeah, it's, you, there's so many like different charging attacks you have to do and uh, while also strafing and then the different, the different types of beams you have and then enemies that are damaged by only specific types of beams and all that stuff. So yeah, it's, uh, it can be a lot. It can, it can be a lot for sure. Well, thankfully um, you can just scan everything and it'll tell you what you need to, yes. or how you need to kill something. And that, um, I think for me, that's another complaint I have is for people like me who want to, you know, like, I guess, interact with as much as the game has to give you scan, like the uh, walking into a new room and just like, well, here we go. Let's scan everything. And yeah, it gets a little frustrating. And it, for me, I mean, that slows the pace down. Yes, I realize that's a me problem. But again, I said, I recognize how well designed this game is. But for me, it just that kind of killed a lot of it. It's just like, okay, here's a lot of text dumps that I'm just not particularly interested in, but I feel like I'm going to miss something if I don't go through them. Yeah. I see. I, and I, I feel like a big thing of Metroid prime in general is like, if you like the scanning, you're going to like the game. If you don't like the scanning, you're going to like the game. Cause it's such a mm-hmm. big, it's such yeah. a key thing for everything. Like once you realize like, Oh, I have to scan things just to, just to advance in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, everything. You just scan everything. Yeah. Just like there are literally, it's like literally like a key is just scanning things. Um, so yeah, it's, I do, I do like the writing in the game. I think the, it's very, I think the, uh, 
the story going on in the background because it's, i mean it's not very forward the story is not very forward facing and it's a metroid game so it's never there's no dialogue ever yeah i was um, gonna say there's it, the stories in metroid games are always a little kind of background material yeah uh but i do think it's a really good one and it's it, technically this is like the first metroid right story-wise and that had not that what this was am i am i wrong like um yeah. Boy. I don't, it doesn't matter. Uh, no, I yeah, don't, it, I, is it because Ridley's already torn up to shit? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, I think this is actually a price. <clears throat> actually, wouldn't it technically be zero mission? Because that's, you know, zero. It's the but this one's called Metroid Prime. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I didn't pay any I don't, attention to I, I probably knew the answer to this like a few months ago, and I don't, I don't remember. It's pro- maybe it's a sequel to Super. It's, uh, <laughs> um, as, as, as usual, I didn't really pay attention to the dialogue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, oh yes, the tons and tons of dialogue. <laughs> it's uh, but yeah, I do, I do like the because uh, the weird space pirates doing their weird science experiments, and I also liked like the parts where they were like, oh shit, we shouldn't have done, th- we shouldn't have done this, and then mm-hmm. like going really, really wrong. I did like, I do like yeah. that. Um, I also like said I, I I like the I like how they add in like the absolute fear they have of Samus. Like they are terrified. Yes, of they are. <laughs> Like, oh, shit. If she finds out we're here, we're fucked. <laughs> Why did we design this base with all these all these things only she can do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, why did we design it around the Morphfall? This just seems like a really, really poor mm-hmm. decision on our... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, that, that stuff's really good. Um, I like the horror aspects of the game. Um, yeah, I... And... Jason, how do you feel about the soundtrack? I'm I, okay, so this is this is one where it's a little tricky because there are some real standout tracks, mm-hmm. like uh, the winter themed one, obviously. That one, Drifts is, a, is yeah. a banger. Yeah, I think that is like for the most part everyone's favorite. But for me, a lot of it is like this is good environmental music, and there's a few things here and there that I like listening to on its own. But this is not a soundtrack that I'm like I want to sit down and listen to this thing, you know? Yeah, it's very, it's very. Um, uh, Oh god, I lost the word. Um, it's a it's a vibe, is what it is. In the end, mm-hmm. of, the end of the day, like it's um, atmospheric. That's what I was going for. It's, it's very atmospheric. Yeah. Um, it's all I do. As someone who doesn't listen to video game music outside of video games, um, I love it because it just I just it immediately I immediately associate it with this game. I think it's perfect. I think every I think there's um, a, a solid variety while have while all keeping like a like a core like a core tenant to all the sound all the sounds. They all feel like the same soundtrack just yeah. In, but yeah so that's all that stuff is great yeah kenji Yamamoto did a fantastic job yeah. of even incorporating some of the older metroid themes into it and just yeah. did really knockout work of like this is the first metroid soundtrack that you know got to not use like real instrumentation but didn't have to deal with like you know horrid horrid compression that the super nintendo basically had to do to kind of wedge mm-hmm. in that kind of music and yeah i mean like i said it's or in kind of to your point john like this is like i guess if i played it more i probably would when i hear a thing from the game i can associate it exactly with that moment in the game and you know it's fendara drifts right fendrana yeah fendrana okay fendrana drifts like i i immediately picture it with that the you know like that is just an immediate like okay i know where this is in the game like this and it's you know i i think that's for the most part like everyone's favorite yeah it's thing. i think so too it's most yeah. of the, uh, people's fa- it's crazy because most people's favorite area is the ice the ice area in the game which is crazy that you never hear that and, yeah like, yeah most of the time it's like oh here's the ice area it's like yeah, they, it's they, ice area is normally like a step above the bottom tier of sewer level exactly like, <laughs> you're like oh god you're like you get like in mario like oh god the ice level in the, mm. like, uh, or any yeah. game really any game uh vanessa did you like the ice area by the way or the yeah no I, I really liked it a lot i think also like um i don't know i thought i liked those uh angry i don't know to me i equated them with dogs but they're like two-legged monster things oh, the, the, yeah, 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 those are. Oh, i like those those are fun you have to shoot them in the back yeah, so yeah one, of the uh-huh. early, one of the early bosses you fight yeah yeah, yeah. i like those guys yeah those guys are neat. <laughs> and, uh, um, also, it, then the the sound design itself is just really good too. Like, oh, everything, yeah. yeah, everything sounds great. Um, the 
the you just got a new item sound is fantastic uh it's uh so so victorious even though you just mm-hmm. like i i have five more missiles now yeah <laughs> and, uh, it's uh like you feel like you just conquered the world mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah i mean that is a fantastic stinger from the yeah. original metroid that has yeah. just been adapted phenomenally throughout the series yeah it's uh it's all really good it, it it's sort of one looked, of those things like that sound or that you know that little that little jingle is like you know perfect no notes yes exactly it's uh it immediately it's imme- immediately a classic upon hearing you're like oh my god this is perfect mm-hmm. um it looks great the visor reflection stuff is all fun yeah it's uh um i think you- my favorite detail in the visor things is when you get the x-ray one and then you use your um you know you're using your gun how samus like holds her hand in certain positions to use that part of her like arm cannon basically yes yes it's so good it's like this this is a detail that is insane and did not need to be here and i am astounded at stuff like that you know the the, i I think the visor effect of like you know getting getting some steam on it or whatever is the one that gets the most like you know sort of like holy shit sort of thing but just that like little detail of like okay well samus is you know holding you know or basically like doing like the sort of like the the rock and roll devil horns or whatever to shoot this way it's just like you did not need to do this. Like there was no need to do that. Yeah, it, feels, it. It, it feels like a first party, a true first party Nintendo game, but it's technically not. Like, I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like you said, it's retro, um, but it's, it's the level. It's like, it's like that weird psychotic attention to the attention, not necessary detail that mm-hmm. um, Nintendo has, which um, comes through here. Uh, Vanessa, did you have, so did you have any like standout moments that you had, you remember from, from playing in the game? Um, one of the moments that I really enjoyed is probably, I think it's one of the early bosses. It's like you're in the sun chamber and you're fighting like the giant, I don't know what it is. The plant thing? Plant, plant, the plant yeah, thing, the, yeah. It's like the first, it's like the first major boss. Uh, I, I, I don't want to say that. I forget like how many, because the order of things you do in the game is, um, kind of up to you in some ways. There's, uh, quite a bit, quite a, yeah. quite a bit of stuff you can do differently. But uh, yeah, yeah, like, that yeah, that one I found like to be like very like a, like stand out in a very good way, and then like stand out in a bad way. It's like how often the enemies respawn, where it's like oh god, another co- co- like Kozo ghost, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <dumb>. the, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just want I just want to explore, you know. That's just like yeah. Uh, so I I get that too. Um, my I think my favorite boss was is the uh, maybe maybe it's just aesthetically is the Omega Pirate that you fight with the X Ray Vision. I just think it looks really cool when you're. I don't know if you guys get. I don't know if Jason did get that far. I don't know if Vanessa no. did. Yeah, I, I got that far. That was fun. I basically yeah, beat the game except for the last two bosses. Yeah, you just you can just you have to X Ray to see his to see his weak point innards, and it's like it's a really good. It's like a, it's like circulatory system basically, uh, which is I really like. I always really like that. I think it looks cool. Um, Jason, did you have any of these moments that you really liked? I mean, that really stand out to you, or it was just kind of like nothing. Well, the half pipes were pretty sick, bro. The, hack, the half the half pipes are always great. Oh my god! I okay, so I mean, I, I, this isn't the question you asked, but for me, like that was sort of like where it's like, oh, this is a video game because like <laughs> what, what what in God's uh, just like who the fuck? Why would the Chozo develop or you know? Like, <laughs> Half pipes, half pipes. Like, re- the hell is this shit? They're a huge Tony Hawk skateboard. Fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they got some uh, some moves. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool. The Chozo were in his six stunts, huh? Yeah, <laughs> so. cho- unlockable Chozo in the next Tony Hawk. And then, uh, yeah, it's a um, that we all need. So, as far as like moments that really like stood out, like, um, boy, you know, I I didn't have any that really stood out as like, wow, this is amazing. Outside of like, you know, when I first started it, because it was just like the remaster version looks astounding. It's just like, my God, like I get that, you know, on a dolphin emulator in HD, like Metroid prime does look fantastic still, but this was really putting in the extra work. And I was just amazed at how much work they put into making it look better because a lot of the times, you know, you get an HD remaster of something from that era and just like, just up-res it and it looks good. Like, no, this was a real like remaster. And you know, like they even said a revamp of a lot of the art assets, just making them, better looking and it just it astounded me like how good this game looked and i think that's the the big standout for me was just like whoa they put in some serious work into this game yeah you don't you never expect to be in awe of a 20 year old game uh, when you when you fired up on the switch uh mm-hmm. and it's especially on the switch <laughs> yeah 
it's and it, it's it feels like if they put that game out this this year, like literally, like I don't think you, anyone like other than like the anim the like the enemy animation. I feel like you, know, you could probably barely tell it's an old game. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah I would I'd one hundred percent agree. And the yeah. you know the whole auto save and yeah thing. Yeah, but yeah like, that's a, that's, that's just the quirks of the game. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, we we talked about frustration and stuff too. Uh, so I this, I was thinking about this. Um, so we, I, I went back through our, our game clubs we've done recently in the past like year or, or two since we started doing it again. And why don't you say like the last 12 episodes or so? The last 12 yeah. episodes. Uh, <laughs> and I noticed like including this one, six of the last seven we've done have been some form of exploratory platformer. Uh, and I think we've talked about it on here before how much we all like them uh, just as, as like a, in general. And I think I thought it'd be interesting uh, just. Metroid, we've played, this is our third Metroid game we've played. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah we've yeah. done Super, Android, and now this. And kind of in a way, we've all played our favorite Metroids uh, now. Vanessa just didn't know it at the time <laughs> that we were doing that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Jason, what do you look for in Metroid? And what's your, first of all, what's your favorite one? And what do you, and why do you think that is? And what are you looking for in a Metroid because of that? Um, so it really does kind of go down between Zero Mission and Super Metroid. If I really had to like pick, I'd probably go Super Metroid just because as much as I love Super or as uh, much as I love Metroid's Zero Mission, um, that the sound chip on the Game Boy Advance is hard for me to listen to as a guy who's just like really picky about sound like it. it it's so tinny sounding and hearing like what is like, oh, wow, this could be some amazing music, but it's coming out of this chipset. It kind of kills it a little bit for me and then there's that whole thing of like you know samus entered zero suit for a while and it's just like you know this didn't need to get added in here so um as far as like what i'm looking for in a exploratory platformer really it's it's more the exploration and the ability to like have a map that's a little bit discernible as far as like okay well here's where i need to go back and like oh i got this ability i can go back and you know i'm 41 years old my memory is not what it used to be and, you know, when I get to a certain point in the game, it's just like if I leave for two days and come back and I'm like, I don't remember what I was doing at all because, you know, I've had, you know, 3000 other things with my kids or whatever happening. So it's like, where was I with this shit? And it unfortunately, that's what knocked me off. Hollow Knight was, mm -hmm. you know, the map system. It, you know, I came back a week later and I was like, I don't know what I was doing at all. And it, I was like, well, I'm already like 10 hours in and I don't know. So I can't restart. So I guess I'll just not play anymore. Yeah, that game's, that game's also enormous. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think I'm looking for, like, an interesting, like, space to explore. Mm -hmm. And I'm, the combat isn't huge for me, but I'm looking for something that's fun. But, like, in Super Metroid, I feel like the, the power creep there was just, like, just the right balance of you're getting all these cool weapons at kind of a good pace to make you feel more and more powerful. And then by the end of the game, you don't realize how powerful you've become until you go through like a beginning area. You're just like, Whoa, this isn't like things that would give you like, even you'd even have to spend two seconds killing. It's just like, you just, you know, uh, space jump right through them. or whatever. You're like, Oh, okay. Well, wow. So it's like, I enjoy that power creep. And I think that's what I like about super Metroid more than a lot of the other Metroid games is like, I think it does that the best out of all the 2d Metroid games. And it's not so combat focused like Vanessa's favorite dread where, you know, a lot of that is Twitch reflex stuff. And, you know, my old ass is just not that good at the Twitch reflex stuff anymore. So mm -hmm. I guess that segues well into Vanessa. Well, Vanessa, your favorite is dread as, as was mentioned. Um, why, why dread? Uh, we, I do, I do, I like dread a lot, um, but it's not my favorite. Um, why, why do you love dread so much? Um, it's really smooth. I find like all of the all of the actions you can do with Samus to be like incredibly like smooth, very intuitive for me, especially like um, being able to slide under things and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and this is this should not be a game that I love because I hate being chased. And this game is all about being chased. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I should love about this game. But I found that like um, moving around was really easy. And that's actually one thing I don't love about Prime is that like I've got such a hard time like. Um, with like, I guess, basic coordination in the first person that like, uh, I feel like I probably missed more things than I should have. So I'd have, I find myself happy to go back and like relook at a whole room again. Um, I definitely looked at a guide occasionally. Um, 
And then like the nice thing about having like the, the 2D platformer is that um, you kind of get a bigger idea of like what the room you're in is. And so I think I like, I think I got like less lost in Dread also. And then being able to like um, get the mechanics of the gameplay down a little bit quicker means I was able to explore things a little bit faster, which was nice. And something about this too, like, I don't know if it's, um, I'm sure it's about the same-ish maybe, but like in, you know, in like Dread and other, or like, you know, Hall Knight Dread, things like that, like you die all the time and you're able to find yourself back to the boss and you just keep on fighting the boss over and over and over again until you stop dying. Here that just felt difficult though, just always getting back to that boss just felt harder um, in many cases. And I don't know if it's because um, it was easier for me to get lost or if like the respawning was too quick and fast. Um, I think that's also one thing that I, like I'm used to being able to like die a lot and just make my way back pretty easily. And I found in this game, it was a little bit harder for me to do that. Um, yeah, I think it's just like Dread and Hollow Knight came out in like the last five, six years. I think Hollow Knight was like 2017. Um, yeah, it was pretty early, like in the Switch's yeah. life. I remember that. Yeah. So, and those, those games are just like they, they have that modern, um, modern sensibilities we were talking about. So, every yeah. even though they're both punishing games for sure, like they have they're they're forgiving in um, ways that occur- people playing games currently are familiar with. Um, so yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, it's kind of like they've they're, they've learned from like the Souls games and then just made it more forgiving in terms of in terms of boss design. Is how is a lot of a lot of places a lot of games have become. Um, so for me, uh, I think my my tastes are pretty similar to Jason's. I think we just like differ in some in like um, our preferences of like types of games we like to play. Uh, because I, I think exploring a space is my, my favorite part of, um, these types of games. I think you have to give me a place I want to run around in and, and find all the secrets in. Uh, that's why Symphony is my favorite, um, one of these types of games. It's, uh, I just, I just love the castle so much. I, mean, I love Town 4 a lot. I think it's a, um... I think it's I think it's great. I think it's I think the power creep in this game is really I, I do think it's really good in this game. I think every upgrade feels um, substantial, and uh, I do think that they do a good job of highlighting uh, of making you use all of your abilities uh, throughout the game in smart ways. Um, so I do think that I think at the end of the and then I movement and combat are are, are also big for me, like like Vanessa. I just play a lot of first-person games. I play the most easily out of, out of the three of us. So it's uh, it's pretty second nature to me at this point. Um, I think I feel like Dread, because I, I, Vanessa is right, Dread feels incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if Dread had the um, sensibilities of like the world design of like a Super or a Metroid or a Prime, I think it could be, it could have been my favorite Metroid game. Um, it's just like the space. I don't find the, I don't even remember what it's called, but um, uh, the place you're in in Dread, I don't find it that interesting overall. I don't, I barely remember what it, any, any, any space spaces in it. I just remember yeah. zipping, I just remember zipping around and killing a bunch of stuff. And, uh, <laughs> chased, by, chased by Emmys and being terrified for a little bit. And out <laughs> <room>. <laughs> yeah. So that's what, I, that's what I remember. Also to highlight that Vanessa's beat that game multiple times on like all the difficulties, mm-hmm. uh, which she never does, which is, so that just, I know, uh, right? yeah. Yeah, which is uh, just a fun fact for her, and uh, right, and, and even Jim, Jim, yeah. who like barely plays video games, or who who like like basically he'll be playing once he gets into this new Zelda. That's the game he's going to die with. It's going to take him that long to get through that Zelda, but um, he even beat Dread, and I was really proud of him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I know and he never you does get that. a house, old man. <laughs> wow, it's just a there. That's a Dread house over there. We're a Dread house. Also, he's not yeah. allowed to play the Switch because I want to play the Switch, so that's also problematic. <laughs> Um, that's why my wife and I each have a Switch. <laughs> so, <laughs> Very wise. Jim would yeah. like to think he'd play a lot, play enough for Switch, but like he would never play it. He only wants to play it if I'm playing. He's like a like basically an only child. <laughs> she plays oh, more than that. me. She plays Animal Crossing. Gotcha. She, plays a lot. she plays a lot more than me. Um, uh, so yeah, I think at the end of the day, for me and Jason, it's just it's a 2D game versus a 3D game in terms of preference. Um, yeah. I, I also have my I in the same ways that. Uh, I, he recognizes how good Prime is. I feel like that's the same way of Super as uh, I'm kind of like, I feel like in the minority of not liking Super all that much just because I don't, I, um, well, I did, be, I, I did beat it and we you can go back and listen to that episode. And yeah. I think it's a great game. I think it's a great game. It's just not for me. Yeah. Um, so, that's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're, 
it's pretty similar yet very different <laughs> as we have been for a long time. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's been your hesitancy with tactics ogre too all this time. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I do, I do. I am going to play it. I, I'm just, at this point, I'm just kind of waiting for a lull for like one, for like a, a switch again. Yeah, oh, good luck. I don't think it's going to be until like a ne- like next year uh, or so because uh, this fall is pretty packed mm-hmm. uh, with things that I want to play. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of. I think that's pretty much uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts, Jason? Uh, would you recommend this game to people? Boy, um, you know. I... I would say, yeah, it's worth giving it a shot for sure. It's just one of those things like it just didn't click with me. And I, you know, I didn't have that issue with that Vanessa did with the, um, you know, feeling, I, I guess, with the control scheme. But it's just like there were times like I should be able to make this jump and it feels like I should be making this jump, but I'm not making this jump. So when you get the double jump, it helps. But it's just like, like I'm missing this thing by like a tenth of an inch. Like, are you kidding me? I can't get. OK, yeah. so I, I guess that th- those are the frustrations for me that I found that like kind of were one of the things that you know kind of weaned did me you off get the double jump eventually yeah get... i got the double yeah, jump yeah i, I got to the point where i think i got the thermal vision and then the lights go off and i found that part incredibly frustrating and i kept i didn't keep dying i died like twice and i was just like you know what i think i'm at like the six hour mark on playing this game or seven hour mark including like you know all, all the times i've died or the few times i've died and it's just like i think this is where i throw in the towel because i'm not enjoying this yeah i think you yeah that's what well, you're fighting all the like the invisible pirates in the dark or basic and then they, yeah yeah they you're also like i I think after that is the boss again, the the rock monster boss fight, and which is like the worst boss fight in the game. It's pretty. So yeah, you probably would is that the one that has like the little dogs that the the dogs that Vanessa was talking about that come out to attack you uh, while you're trying to kill a big no. one. No, no, no it's just a big rock thing. You have to like you have to like hit its weak points. You know, oh, like, okay, yeah. And one of the one, it's like a classic rock monster video game rock monster deal. Yeah. Um, See, I had gotten to the point where there was I, I think I yeah I posted this on Twitter where it was a video of like one of the space pirates or something just standing there letting me shoot it and almost like wow engaging combat. <laughs> I guess it's, it's in your, uh, I'll add to your uh, closing comments, Jason. Uh, add also for Vanessa. Add your what your favorite your favorite upgrade was if you had one as well. Um, if you didn't understand, but uh, uh, space jump because or not the space or the double jump because then I could get to the, some of those places that I thought was like why can't I get here? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Order in short. Now, oh, like oh, now that I can double jump, I can get here. Okay, a, I think it's a really good double jump. But... Oh yeah, no, it feels great, and that's, yeah. that's something else I'll say. Like yeah. this sort of movement in video games at the at this point really hadn't been done. I mean, I, I know it. I you know, I know this is not the first one, but it feels like this is the first like 3d first person platformer that got this right. Cause even a game like, uh, you know, the two mirrors edges game that mirrors edges, the two <laughs> entries <laughs> in the mirrors edge series is what I'm trying to get out of my mush mouth here. They focus so hard on movement, but you know, even them, it's just like the speed at which you move sometimes makes it hard to move. And this, I feel like is the first game that really got, this kind of thing done correctly like yeah yeah halo like feels great as far as combat goes but you know it's not designed for you to you know do any sort of like i mean i I would hesitate to say that there's any real precision platforming in metroid prime but you know there's there's some amount of like i have to think about it not just like jump in the general area of this and master chief will just float up there no big deal and it's you know 400 pound frame so yeah it's it's games still struggle with it um they're like Destiny's very good at it, uh, and they're they make a lot of they base a lot of their harder stuff around it. Um, Titanfall two we played that game has yeah. that, that game's very good at it. Uh, it's not as it's not not nearly as big of a game as this, but um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Would you recommend this game, Jason? In today's day and age, I get I, yeah. At, at the top of this thing, I said yeah. I, I, yeah. I think it's worth a shot if it looks like something you might be into, and this is um, you know the exploratory platformer is your genre. I I would hesitate to say that you probably would bounce off of this. It's just for whatever reason, it just didn't click with me. And that's, you know, that's, that's what it is. I, like I said, I recognize the brilliance and a lot of its design is just didn't click with me. I did not find the joy in it. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, uh, favorite, favorite uh, upgrades, uh, such ability and closing thoughts on Metroid prime remastered. 
the super bomb every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> every time. I just love how it just like, uh, well, it's also, it's like so awesome, but also so underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, because you, you blow up some rubble with it whenever you use it. Yeah. Right. You, you feel like you're like, yes, everyone is dead. You're like, oh, I didn't, it didn't really kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you have the same effect as it does in Super Metroid. <laughs> no, yeah. it's, it's literally just for blowing up so to opening, opening areas up. Yeah. It's the vibe, awesome. though. I love the vibe of it. I like also love it. Like, oh, we saved this super cool weapon for last. It's not that cool. Um, <laughs> I love the vibe of it. Yeah. Um, but I would recommend this. I, I would mostly like, and I have, like, back when I was playing it, I did recommend it to some coworkers when they were asking about it. And I think it's like, um, it, like if especially if you played the original and you have like some fondness for that era, you're going to love this because it's just better than the original mm-hmm. was and it's easier to play. Um, yeah. And I definitely feel that way about how having like gotten through some amount of the original stopped and then never got back. I feel like it was worth my money, um, even though I didn't finish it. I'm not going to, but I did watch the YouTube videos of it being completed. You saw her without her helmet on. I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little, it's it's a little jarring at first. I was like, oh right, she does. I think this is a hundred percent ending. She takes her helmet off or something. Wait um, a second, Metroid's yeah. abroad. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, it's a woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I hate her now. Yeah. <laughs> Worst game ever. <laughs> Why can't I make Metroid duck? <laughs> or crawl? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was the thing. Why can't Metroid crawl? <laughs> I don't know if you guys uh, that, but yeah. Oh, I, I, I do. I do. I, I, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what it is. Yes, it was like the very early part of Metroid or Super Metroid on the Virtual Console on the Wii U. And somebody was trying to make a, on the uh, on the Miiverse and somebody posted, why right. won't Metroid yes. crawl? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I can see it now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the me, the me, that was that was a treasure, a treasure trove on there. <laughs> Boy, was it. I, yeah. yeah. You can get all that in Splatoon if you really want, but yeah, it doesn't have yep. the same cross appeal of every single game. Yeah, you get the you get the Splatoon freaks saying their weird Splatoon stuff. Uh, yeah, I've learned yeah. That. Splatoon Splatoon people are a little weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, for myself, uh, I love the gravity suit just because I hate the fucking underwater stuff. I hate I hate I hate feeling slow in games. Uh, so as soon as uh, they stopped me from doing that, I was I'm always uh, I'm always having a great time. Um, you must have hated in Bioshock when he became a big daddy then. Oh yeah. I don't like being, I don't like feeling slow in games. Um, I, that one's a little okay. Cause you have a big drill hand, which is, you know, so, but, um, in general, I, I like to be able to move. So, uh, so that, that that's great. Um, also the, gra- the grapple beam, uh, grapple beam is always fun too. Um, it makes you help you get around a lot faster. And but yeah, Metroid prime. Um, I think it holds up incredibly well. And uh, as long as you're um, open to, uh, like Jason said, the lack of the, the lack of saving and some of the older uh, the, the older game qualities it has, uh, it, the remaster looks incredible. It sounds incredible. It's it plays it plays like a dream now for the most part. Um, yeah, it's just like the the most ideal way they could have brought this game back, uh, which is awesome uh, that they that they treated it that way. Even uh, because, like, like we talked about at the beginning, near, near the beginning, Metroid doesn't always get treated very well by Nintendo, Nintendo unfortunately. Um, so it's awesome they did this, and they put out Dread recently. Um, so hopefully, Prime Four gets announced someday. It gets shown Any someday. Day. Yeah, <laughs> someday. Any day. Yeah, uh, I would, I would love that. Uh, I, I do, I do think they're going to put out two and three. I think it's probably going to be like a bundle. I don't think it's going to get the same treatment as one will. Um, Maybe well, they might put them out solo just to make more money, but I don't think they're going to get the same treatment as as one as as one got. Uh, we'll see. There is the there is the stinger for two at the end of uh, at the end of one. So you know you gotta you gotta see what happens next in the incredible plot of Metroid mm-hmm. <laughs> Metroid Prime. Um, Metroid learns to crawl. Yeah, Metroid <laughs> Metroid Prime Two learning to crawl. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's a fun side note. I played a lot of the multiplayer in Metroid Prime Two for some some reason with 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 some friends. <laughs> I've actually played a lot of that. It's uh, well, outside of Smash. What else is there to play on the yeah. GameCube multiplayer? <laughs> so, uh, hope they bring that back and give us all that. Give that. Give us online play. That's what everyone's asking for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Can... Mm-hmm. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> so, what, what, what did you, What did you do in multiplayer? 
like just it's, it's based, I mean, it's, or? yeah it's just uh i think there were some different game modes but mostly it's you know a, it's a, a doom death match thing yeah death match. it's a team death match uh or free for all and then there were some modes i think there was some stuff involving like there were there were power-ups also because it's metroid it's, it's metroid but that's also common in those older deathmatch games as well um mm-hmm. some stuff with the ball well, like yeah, yeah travel if, through parts if we learn nothing else from federation forces is that people go to metroid for multiplayer exactly <laughs> uh, first thing i think it's the first game i think of when i think of multiplayer playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> Metroid. Duty, suck my ass metroid yeah. it is <laughs> I still play it to this day. Um, I never played that game in my life, <laughs> so, <laughs> and I will continue. I'll continue to live that life. Uh, John, John's dark secret. <laughs> yeah, this is my dark secret. I never, I never played Metroid Federation Forces. <laughs> I, I, I've been holding that in for a long time, and I think it's finally time to let that demon out. Um, As a guy who bought Triforce Heroes and never played it, I'll say I never bought Federation Forces. <laughs> That, that should tell everyone everyone everything they need to know about my Federation Forces. If Jason doesn't own it, it's not. It's definitely not worth buying, because so, <laughs> he owns all. He owns every game. He's got seven seven copies of Postal. All right, guys. Before yep. um, <laughs> I had to trim down a little bit. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, if you liked what you heard from us this episode, we will we'll be back. Um, in the nearest future, I'm not going to promise anything ever for this show. Uh, but we're doing Ghost Trick next, uh, so look out for that. Uh, I've never played Ghost Trick. Um, I know Vanessa. Have you? Yeah, you haven't either, right? Give you one guess. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I haven't played that. But it looks yeah. fun. It looks like yeah. my type of game. <laughs> yeah, we'll have, we'll, have, we'll have a guest on for that one. Um, if you, lo- we also have multimedia failure back now. Uh, we are watching bad video game movies again. That's what you're into. I don't think anyone's actually into that. But uh, if you're into listening to us talk about them, we got you covered. Uh, we've got my uh, my new comic book themed show, Capes and Junk, uh, which will have a new episode out. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, there will be a sec- second episode will be out. Um, you can fo- follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Did we do anything else? Do we have other things? We're on threads now. Oh, God. We're on threads now. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, hit us up on threads because I'll, I'll definitely interact with you on threads. Um, yeah, you can follow me at John Lucero 777 Vanessa at Vicarious Rock, Jason at Jason Ariola. Um, and then game at Games and Junk, right? That's our, uh, that's our main one, just at Games and Junk. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, and I think I assume it's the same on all the other sites. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, what? in the show notes, there it's all there. Just go yep. there. We'll, we'll we'll save you the effort of having us type shit out. <laughs> yep. Uh, so everyone ha- have a wonderful time, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.